0: Well, good evening, and welcome to Ireland. The country has closed down. Yes, Ireland Inc has shut up for the day. The schools all over the island are closed. I think all the shops are shut, and everyone is. None of the trains are running, none of the buses are running. I don't think anybody is out on a bicycle. some of the roads are even shut and I'm sitting here in my kitchen the others here have disappeared to watch television and I'm thinking of in fairness I'm thinking of Robert Neal who is very keen on wine but I'm sure Robert Neal is not the only person He listening to this who is keen on wine now this is a Chateau Loeb, L'Aube, L'Aubes with an accent grave over the E and it's a Bordeaux wine it's uh, 2015 and it's mise en bouteille en château. Au, château au château so this was put in the bottle uh, in the château as opposed to being the grapes being shipped off somewhere and being you know too cooperative so it's kind of a step up really it's an appellation what is it it's an appellation d'origine protégée right so it's it's not quite at the top of the well it's not the top anyway this is a bottle of wine it's too chilly really because I just opened it a short while ago it's 14 degrees of alcohol and I raise my glass to you Robert Neal Oh, this is this is raspberry under an old leather saddle of a bicycle under an acorn tree, I can under an oak tree. This is absolute that's what it tastes like. Absolutely, and there's no absolutely no green gauges in this one. Or uh, yeah, for that matter, neither are there pomegranates. No, this is pure Whatever I said it was a minute ago and uh, so you can tell that I'm in good form i won't um, I won't tell you all the details of what happened today, but it's been a really really interesting day. Um, we have hello oh well, my darling wife came into the room and I cut off the recording, so I'll I'll finish up here now, even though I've had another glass of this wine. I feel that this blizzard we've been promised is not going to be like the blizzard that I have in my head, in my imagination. But what we're going to get tonight here in Ireland, or in Cork, a reasonably heavy dump of snow but nothing else. But you wouldn't believe how. I don't really want to complain about my country, but we're just not able to handle these, what I'll call, weather events all that well. I'm sitting here at the dinner table. I've had two glasses of red wine from Bordeaux, known collectively as claret, And I've had one glass of Cabernet Sauvignon from Chile, 2016, which is highly unusual in this house since my wife is allergic to Chilean red wine. In fact, to any wine from Chile. No matter, this is not a piece of audio about wine, it's a piece of audio in celebration of my receipt of two call-ins from Svevice. Now I've been several days bothered by the question, is Svee okay? Is he well? How is his health? Because uh, he's over there on Anchor Version 3, I knew that. At least I knew that he'd updated. And I can't get hold of anything that people put on Anchor Version 3, but you Anchor Version 3 people have the great advantage that you can get hold of this if I make it into an episode, and I certainly intend to make it into an episode. Now, I should give a little background for those of you who have never heard of Svee Weiss or have never heard of the ongoing love affair between him and I. You see, he was the first person I found on Anchor who was interested in opera. In fact, he was very interested in opera, but he'd given up on sharing anything to do with opera by the time I arrived so when I arrived and I heard, and I found that there was a a piece of audio from Sveeb, ages ago, because you could do that, you could easily go back, you could put opera into the into the search uh, place on Anchor at one stage, and it would actually tell you who was the last person to post something on opera. So I found Svea, and I decided, well, at least there'll be one person interested in listening to my waves, as they were called. And my first waves were about opera. So I, you know, it isn't just nostalgia holds fee so high in my estimation, there are a lot of other things, and basically he's a damn decent guy. And recently he's had, in the last year, a few medical complications which have made me aware of the need to treasure every single piece of the man that I can experience. So, with no more ado, I'm going to play you two call-ins from Svee. They're they're one followed by another. They're connected, and then I'm going to say a couple of things in response to Svee, and I'm going to try to gather the whole lot up into an episode, which will travel, which will contain stuff by me and stuff by Svee, and I'm not even a hundred percent sure. The stuff that I share from Sfi will actually travel to Anchor version 3 by me. But who knows? So here we go. Look, enough of the technicalities. The main thing I want to say is here's a man whose company I really, really
1: enjoy. I hope all is uh, well with you and i hope you will uh, <laughs> you know uh go over this uh, snowstorm and as you said tomorrow we'll be able to get out from home uh, i'm doing very well my recovery is really going well and um, i hope uh, that somehow we will be able to connect more with each other I don't know if whatever I do in version 3 comes over to version 2, I think that any episode that I am creating on version 3 should come over to version 2, so if you wish from time to time uh, to check that. Also I think that call-ins, regardless of which version they are on, go through, but I'm not sure about it.
0: Barbara K.B. and I are having a very serious conversation about about people in on different continents and on different sides of the continent and whether they're wimps or not. And whether yeah. So I have kind of expressed the view that Irish people in relation to the beast from the east, which is what's coming in our direction, and you know, fierce, uh, fierce cold and fierce snow, I have I have to admit and say I've felt that a lot of quasi-public panic is just ridiculous. Not to say that some people are not in jeopardy a bit as a result of the snow. But, you know, we're warmed by the Gulf Stream, and you don't get snow in Ireland very often. So you could say, well, look, Irish people aren't used to having snow, so it's hardly surprising if they go into a bit of a flip about it. So I sent Barbara a message saying, look, what would happen if... California, particularly L.A. I was thinking of, and I was thinking of torrents in L.A. I wasn't really thinking of everywhere in L.A., but I was thinking of torrents in particular. What would happen if they got snow? Could they cope? And this is what Barbara had to say about the matter.
2: So are you having a good snack there, Paul? What are you eating? It's, it, it, is, it sounds pretty tasty. Okay, in regards to snow in Southern California, I actually think it's happened. I think there have been situations and I'm sure Kevin could tell us because you're right, he's a Southern California man. Um, I think they're a little more they're a little more wussy there. They're kind of wimps. I mean, you got to remember, that's really the desert there. So they don't get anything. I mean, they freak out when it rains. Remember how Kevin talks about how much he loves the rain? Like, it's so enjoyable to him because they, never, they don't get rain. So when it does any sort of weather there, they sort of freak out. They, they're not used to it there at all. Um, whereas you're you're a little more hardy. I mean, you get your rain, you have to put your coat on. I mean, granted, you don't have Ohio's climate, but, you know, you don't have the seasons like we do. But, you know, you're a little more, a little more with it. But how is it going there? I don't know. Bernie's pictures just show a little bit of dusting to me. Oh, Paul, I'm completely fascinated with this, with this uh, snow storm thing and how snow affects you in Ireland in February. I've seen some pictures, I think Bernie did them on his Instagram feed or maybe in Facebook, Instagram to Facebook perhaps. So I am sort of fascinated with this, that this big thing is coming and stay inside. And for me, having lived in Michigan and upstate New York, it just looks like a normal dusting of snow, (laughs) normal inch or two. And I don't mean to laugh because I really shouldn't, because it is serious. I mean, people don't know how to drive, they don't know how to walk. Snow can be kind of a big deal, especially for the elderly. Um, So you have to be careful, you know, that our elder brothers and sisters are loved and taken care of. But it is kind of fun to watch and see how you deal with it.
0: Now, I've been a bit clumsy because I got the order of messages from... Sv mixed up. He sent me two and I've shared one but the one I've shared is the second
1: part of what I'm going to share next. Hey Paul. So I took uh, my wife's iPhone which still has uh, version 2 installed on it. I do not know if you upgraded to version 3 at all or uh, are you on a version 2 raft? I don't know how many folks remained on the raft. I, raft, I should say, I switched uh, to version 3. As I said, I have access to my wife's phone, which still has version 2, and I will occasionally come and look at it. Any episode that you publish on version 2 is being uh, seen by me on version 3 but everything you put on your station i cannot listen to or hear on on version 3 so i hope i just like to
0: fill you in on a few little things i've done during the day today i spent quite a bit of time working on a newsletter from toastmasters which is all about the conference, Toastmasters' conference is going to be held in Cork in May. So that's one thing I did. I also then had a meeting, if you like, on Zoom, which is a video conferencing piece of software. And with uh, Ted Melanfey and Moira O'Brien, we recorded the talk show for talkers. Now, I was in my office for about an hour and three quarters on that, and I had to leave before the end, because family were threatening me with food, but we got nearly all of it done, I, on that show, on Talk Show for Talkers, and there is a, station here on Anchor version two called Irish Talkers. Um, all the same thing. But one of the things I do on this is I bring forward a word which uh introduces it to people with a view to saying, look, if you want to use this word that might this might broaden your vocabulary. And the word I picked was Zenith, Zedien ith which is what you see if you look up in the sky directly above your head you will can say there is my zenith but also you can hit the zenith of your performance the high point of your performance you can you can hit that. So we, you know, that's a little bit I brought into the show. Um, I also did a piece about, based on somebody else's ideas or riffing off somebody else's ideas, about how Toastmasters, a local Toastmasters club, could grow in size, increase the number of members that it has. So that was it in. Before I did that, actually, I worked on the South Union website. South Union South Union Pony Club website. My daughter is a member of the South Union Pony Club. And I volunteered to help them with their website. My role in relation to their website is to put up... Um, more uh put up content put up stuff on there which people will find attractive and interesting and and all of that so that was spent a bit of time on that did a um, post really for it not a page i did a post for the on the website all about a guy who had come and done some coaching with the kids we're talking about riding ponies now and he was once the high performance manager of the Irish show jumping team that won the Aga Khan trophy in 2012 I think now that's about as prestigious a trophy as I can think of anyway, for show jumping. So I did a piece about that. I did it. So what else did I do today? I walked the dog in the snow. I did a live stream on Periscope of what this beast from the east is called. That's, I'm sure I did some other things. But I didn't leave the house, except to walk the dog. That's right. Anyway, there we are. I'd better go back to Barbara, Barbara KB, and answer her, well, give some sort of response to her curiosity about Ireland in the prison, the throes of the beast from the east. Okay, Barbara. I'm ready to give you some information about weather in Ireland. But first of all, let me tell you that the most recent significant snow event in Los Angeles County was 2007 when there was a light dusting of snow in Malibu. Other than that, it's so, so rare in downtown California Um, I can tell you that the record for snowfall in downtown Los Angeles in a 24-hour period was a bit more than 0.3 inches in 1949 now 1949 was one of the most famous winters in Ireland. Yeah, everything froze. Everything froze. It was just before, you know, I can't quite remember that far back. But it it really was very severe. Very severe. Long Beach Airport got a trace of snow in 1996. And it also got a trace tiny bit in 1990. Well, sorry, Los Angeles Airport got a little bit, of course, in 1991, which I'm sure we'll all, you know, never forget. Um, Nothing else really. I mean, Wikipedia gives all sorts of tiny things, hardly worth talking about. So what it would mean is that I don't think that Los Angeles people are wimps. I know they are from. Your point of view but. I think in fairness to them. You know they're. You can hardly expect, expect them. To either invest an awful lot in. Protection. From snow. And. Hardly. They can hardly Do you know, civil defence against snow and to give everybody practice at snow ploughs and putting on snow chains on on the cars. Well, I can understand that there may be greater priorities over there. Now, apparently at the moment, right now, There's a chance that there will be snow, but not in what I would call Los Angeles County. Out in Orange County, yes, that's a different matter. Anyway, anyway, back to Ireland. Ireland, now, this is probably the most important point I'm going to make during this piece of audio. Ireland, you've said, doesn't have real seasons very few Irish people would understand what you mean do we get a spring people would look at you askance of course we get a spring do we get a summer well not enough is what people would say really and we can have a lot of rain in summer autumn we would probably say is stands up with most people's autumn perhaps doesn't stand up against New England, but almost everywhere else, yes. And do we get a winter? <laughs> yes, people would say we get a winter. I mean, it's an Irish winter, but it's still a winter, and it's still a distinct segment of the year. Anyway, I'm just letting you know, in case you run into an Irish person who takes umbrage at your description of Ireland as a place that doesn't have four seasons... Barbara, I can speak with some authority in relation to the weather outside my house. But in Ireland, the weather is so taciturn that Goldback could be buried in snow and I could be in sunshine. Even though we're less than a, we're about an hour apart, it's really fickle in Ireland, isn't it? No, yeah, it's exactly what you'd expect if you think of Ireland as an island out there in the ocean off the west coast of Europe, with winds swirling all over the place. and you know, So, it, yeah, we're used to this, we're used to this. Now, there's no snow falling of any consequence. I mean, yeah, no snow falling. We're... things have kept on shifting during the day. At one stage, we were promised thick snow, you know, um, dense snow. At 8 o'clock this evening, it's a quarter past eight, no. Now, it's been postponed till 5 o'clock tomorrow morning, when it'll get heavy. And will last for about four hours or something like that. So we're not exactly sure what's going to happen. At 5 o'clock tomorrow morning, it'll be minus 1. It feels like 7 degrees, minus, minus 7 degrees. And there'll be heavy snow. By heavy snow, it says 1.4 millimeters of snow. Everything will kind of... 6 o'clock, it'll be 1.7 millimeters. Breeze, 15 miles per hour. I mean, it's no big deal. 2.4 millimetres at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm using, by the way, the Norwegian weather app called YR, which I found to be the best. The heavy snow will last, it seems, until 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Now, it feels like as if the speed at which the snow was coming towards Cork has slowed down quite a lot. Anyway, the key thing about this is that I'm not in a position to give you an accurate report on the rest of the country, and I'm torn between thinking that Oh Lord, just because there was no news, all the media conspired to make everything kind of blown up out of proportion. And then there's this government body called something like the Institute for National Protection or something. And they turned the whole of Ireland into a red warning zone today. And... It's not that long ago since 2010 and the weather forecasting people and the emergency services I think were just not ready in 2010. And since then they brought in these weather warning systems and they've stockpiled grease and all this kind of stuff and everybody is making sure that they're advising people to do nothing in case anything happens so we have schools closing in parts of the country which haven't seen any snow yet at all oh dear, oh dear, oh dear but the children are having great fun in Crawford Woods where I live And uh, they're building little, you know, snow, snow people. Um, And it's all very, very pleasant. I've had, I've thrown a few snowballs, had a few thrown at me. And um, so here we are. And of course, you'd be entitled to have a good smirk. Quite right.